Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And after a few weeks of not recording podcast episodes, I'm so, so excited to be here today bringing you this episode. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is why it's critically important for you to celebrate your progress and take stock of your wins. It's not just something that we do because it's nice. Like I say, doing this, it's critically important for your success. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Do you keep a journal? If you don't, I really want you to start doing so, please. Many people don't like journaling, but honestly, it's one of the best things that you can do if you're serious about being happy, if you're serious about your growth, if you're serious about being successful. And when I say successful, again, like I said in previous episodes, we're not comparing ourselves to the standard everyone else is setting for us. Success, when I talk about it, is doing things that align with your values, your principles, what makes you happy, what fulfills you and not what everyone else says you should be doing, okay? So I wanted to make that clear. So if you don't keep a journal, I hope that after this episode, you are inspired and encouraged to do so. And the reason being is that our memory as human beings is very selective. I'm so fascinated by the way the mind works. It's been designed so beautifully simply to keep us alive, right? The way the mind works is that We remember things that are potentially harmful for us, things that will potentially cause us danger, and this is physical danger, emotional danger, but we tend to forget the things that have helped us, the things that have worked out for us, the things that are more positive. So if you think about Velcro, Velcro is very sticky. Some people call it hook and loop. It's the things that you have on trainers, especially for kids. It's very sticky, right? And sometimes it's very annoying. Sometimes I'll have a Velcro headband and I put it on and before you know it, it's catching onto my hair. Or I walk past a piece of Velcro and the next thing you know it, my dress is stuck on the Velcro. It's very sticky. And this is the way our minds work when it comes to negativity. Negativity is very sticky. We remember it so well compared to Teflon right? Teflon is the stuff that is on non-stick pans. So you are maybe frying an egg or some vegetables and you don't have to worry about the food getting stuck on your pan because there's that non-stick layer. Unfortunately, positive things that have happened for us are like Teflon. You know, they're here one minute and the next thing we've forgotten about them. And this is again because our minds are so tuned for survival We'll remember the things that are negative, that are harmful, that are hurtful, but we tend to forget the things that have happened, that have brought us joy, 
made us happy and contributed to our success. The problem with this though, it is such a perfect recipe for unhappiness and dissatisfaction. Imagine someone taking this to the extreme that only remembers the negative things that have happened to them and never remembers the positive things that have happened to them. That is a recipe for misery and a very unhappy life. And yes, you might say, oh, that Dr. Yoande, I am a positive person. I'm upbeat. I'm optimistic. But you can't fight against a machine that has been designed to do certain things. I'm sure if I asked you to remember all the positive things that happened to you last week, maybe you might remember 30%. But if I asked you to remember all the negative things that happened to you last week, you're probably going to remember 90% of them. And again, our brains are so efficient in that what's the point of remembering something that isn't going to contribute to my survival where I can use this energy and this capacity to remember the things that I make sure I'm not going to repeat again in the future, right? And so having a journal and keeping track of your success, keeping track of your wins, keeping track of the things that have happened to you is so important because like I say, There's something special about delegating that memory or delegating the task of holding onto information onto a piece of paper. I've talked about the strategy of brain dumping in the past when you feel overwhelmed and delegating all the thoughts that you have and all the things you feel like you don't have enough time for and all the open tabs in your brain that you keep running through and looping through. Delegating all of that to a piece of paper and asking the piece of paper to take over, holding onto that information for you can be so freeing. It's the same idea when it comes to remembering the things that have worked for you. Put it down on paper. And not only that, spend some time once in a while going back to the previous week, going back to the previous month, going back to the previous year it will surprise you how far you have come. And I already hear you asking, okay, but Dr. Yawande, what if I go back and I see that I have not made progress in a certain area of my life? Or maybe I go back and I see that there's a certain area of my life that I was working really well in and now things have completely fallen apart. This is very interesting because I know what you mean. So if I were to rewind back when I was in the best shape of my life, my daughter was just about one year old and she was in daycare. I was working, but I had a lot of time to be able to go to the gym and prepare healthy meals and all of that. It was great. I was in the best shape that I had been up until now. Fast forward now to July 2023, my health could use some work. (laughs) My fitness level, my activity level, my diet, it could use some work. It's not the worst it's ever been. But if I were to compare myself between five, six years ago to now, it will look like I have regressed, right? But when I take a step back and I look at my life in general, there's so much more that I have to say this is progress. I have another child. That's definitely progress. I've gone from being a mother of one to being a mother of two. And not only that, they have both, thank God, grown healthily. They've grown beautifully. And I'm just so thankful to God for all of that. 
I have a business now. You know, my marriage is coming on to 10 years now. So many amazing things. Like I could list them all here, but I don't want to bore you with all of that information. I have a podcast now. Back then, I wouldn't have even thought of having a podcast, right? So many things. I've changed careers. I've done so many different things, right? So if I were to focus or hyper-focus on that one area of my life where it seems there has been a regression, I would completely miss everything else that has been going well for me. And what that does is it discourages me. If I focus on one area of my life, it discourages me. And then we kind of get into this loop of what's the point of trying, nothing is going the way I I want it to go, and that then sabotages our success overall. But if you have a journal and you are looking back at all areas holistically, all areas of your life, and you're looking at the progress and you're taking yourself back to where you were compared to where you are now, and you're seeing how much progress has happened There's so much that comes from that because it inspires you to keep going. One of my favorite authors, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and co-author Dan Sullivan, they wrote a book called The Gap and the Gain. And The Gap and the Gain has risen to the top of one of my favorite books of all time because it describes a principle by which I love to live my life, which is looking at the glass half full looking at a situation and asking myself, how is this working for me? Even the negative situations, how is this working for my benefit? How is this working for me? What am I learning from this? It's helping me to realize that many of us, and even myself included, end up living in a situation where we are too focused on the gap, what is missing, and not as focused on the gain, what we have achieved. Right. And like I say, it's the way the human mind has evolved, which is to focus on the gap. What's missing? What isn't working? What do we need to improve on versus the gain? How have we improved? Many high achievers will say, well, how can I focus on the things that have worked out when there's so much work that needs to be done? I need that to motivate me to get things done. If I focus on the things that I have accomplished and celebrate all of that, I'm not going to have the motivation to get things done. But I want to push back and say that you're telling me that the only way to get things done is to focus on the negativity. And maybe you will get things done that way, but it's not a fun (laughs) way to live. I'm going to offer that you can still be very productive by focusing on the things that have worked out, by celebrating that, acknowledging the shortcomings, but not dwelling on them and taking away from the entire picture by hyper-focusing on the things that have not worked out. I'm hoping that this episode is going to encourage you to do two things. Number one, invest in a journal. I have gotten all sorts of different journals, exercise books, notebooks from the dollar store. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be functional, right? I want you to get a journal. I want you to start writing down things that have worked out for you over the past week. Try to do it on a daily basis because again, the mind is like Teflon when it comes to positivity, it'll forget. And just write them down, write them down, write them down and spend some time going back and seeing your progress. There's something beautiful about documenting your journey 
by writing it down and then going back and reflecting on how far you've come. Will you be tempted to look at your shortcomings? Of course. And I'm not saying be completely oblivious to them or ignore them completely, but don't hyper-focus on them such that you're completely distracted from the things that have worked out for you. All right. So get a journal, document your progress and see how much more fun, how much more enjoyable, how much more light and exciting going for your goals and achieving your goals and working towards your success will be compared to the stressful, tense, frustrating, unhappy way that many of us have worked towards our goals up until now. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, be sure to share it with a friend. And as always, remember that I'm here fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yoandi, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.